Allegedly, they managed to actually summon, open the door to hell, and summon a demon. Neighbors claimed they practice witchcraft. Exorcism, the casting out of demons through ritual prayer. I was bearing bodies out the desert. And yes, the ghosts were there with us. Welcome one, welcome all to your favorite podcast, The Haunted Heart, with your hosts, Kenny and Katie. We are here, your trash talent, here to deliver the trash to you. Your trash talent has arrived. Your Uber driver is 45 minutes late. Oh, ooh, that's um, tough. In true form, in true trash talent form. Yes, absolutely. Hey, remember that time that we uploaded last week's episode and it was actually the episode from the week before? Remember yeah. that? That was fun. Did, yeah. What? I just wanted to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we have said numerous times, not tech over here. Not tech, nothing about it. We Definitely know. Not. But, you know, thanks Anything for... Anything tech Joel handles, we just let, we just let Joel have yeah. that. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but, you know. Somehow we still managed to find a way to fuck it up, though. Kudos to the to the one listener who called it out to us, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. If that uh, was you, you still haven't sent me a message with your address so that I can send you a special goodie. I was not kidding. I was very serious. Please send me your address. Absolutely. Kudos to you. Kudos. Yeah. Uh, and then to everyone else, fuck off. <laughs> no, don't fuck off. <laughs> don't fuck off. Welcome. They heard it. And they didn't say anything. It was like five in the morning. I don't think they did. I don't think they did hear it. <laughs> it was just that one crazy. It was just listener. me and that one listener awake. And I was like, how fortuitous. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it's so listen. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. We have we've done that. We've uploaded the wrong episode. We've um, uploaded uh, an unedited episode before. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. You never know what you're going to get. TBH. Yeah. And that's fine. Hopefully you're getting this. Hopefully you're hearing this. I, I fucking let's, hope. Let's fucking hope so. Oh, we didn't burn our sage. Oh. I'm just going to take care of that. You carry you on. You take care of that. You oh. carry on with the intro. I'm going to just. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> what do Over a hundred episodes of this motherfucker and he don't know what to I do. I still don't know what to do. I will, you know what? I can tell you. But I just got back from vacation, which was lovely. Yeah. Went to the beach for the first time in a really long time. Uh, not, not a beach person, but I will commend myself in the fact that I did not get burnt once. Wow. Good job. Usually I get sunburnt on the drive over to the beach and then I just spend the rest of the vacation trip absolutely miserable. But, you know, SPF 100 does great things. Did you really have 100? Absolutely, I did have 100. I didn't even know you could get 100. Oh, Highest I've ever seen is yes. 70. Oh, yes. Did you order it online? No, I found it in the store. That's, I went and I was looking at the SPF and I went from like the 30. And I was like, mm -mm, that's child's play. And then saw the 70 and was like, absolutely, this is what we'll get. But then I saw the 100 and I'm like, oh, 
This is for the super white. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, this is for me. <laughs> this is for me. This so I grabbed the 100 and I'm going to tell you what, I didn't burn not once. That's good. Well, <laughs> I'll have to look out for that. I too spent some time outside at a rock festival and I didn't burn either. And I'm very surprised at that. But yeah. Awesome. We did great. Very good for cool. us. Very cool. Yeah. So we, we spent our uh, obligatory time outside and now we're going back inside and we're going to stay inside I will, for the rest of the year. I will not return to the year. beach for another 13 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it had been probably about 13 years since the last time I was at the beach. And so I went this time. See you again. In 13 years. In 13 years. Absolutely. You're like some kind of like weird beach cryptid. Pretty much. Honestly. <laughs> he's, he's so hairy and he just... Oh, he no, wanders actually, out in board I, shorts and I, tank top, <laughs> and he just kind of shuffles along the way. You only see him at dusk. Actually. He's covered in sunscreen. Actually just shaved my poorly. back for the wow. occasion. <laughs> wow. Very special. It's a truly special moment. Uh, yeah. So what, was it, what is it like now that your back hair is growing back out, though? Is it was it weird at first, but actually, so it's not like it actually still feels smooth which is weird in uh, places and i'm like is some of it just not coming back, back? i don't maybe know maybe it's just going to take a long time to come back yeah but absolutely i will see the beach in another 13 years call me kenny the cryptid kenny the beach cryptid cuz i'm <laughs> just not going to be there <laughs> they call him oily man oily man oily man and he comes through i saw him at dust just Dripping SPF. And he, just fucking, how terrifying the, would that be? There's just like little drips. That's your trail that you leave. And then there's like a pool. And then you just vanish. <laughs> They're like, well, I was on the pier one night and I'm just right at dusk. And I looked down and I saw the drips. <laughs> and I saw him there. And I saw the trail and I looked and there he was. Oily man. Oily man. <laughs> Beckoning in the distance. <laughs> Oily man. The sun uh, glinting off his liquid skin. Distant uh, distant cousin to old Greg. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But yeah. So but not so much of a Bailey's drinker. Not, no. Well, I do enjoy Bailey's. Yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's okay. Mm. But a distant cousin that does tequila. I was going to say more of like a... More of like a tequila sunrise. Absolutely. Because that would be perfect, right? <laughs> you see me at dusk and you see me at sunrise. Always hunting the tequila, but his, his liquid flesh is so slick. He can't hold the glass. <laughs> <laughs> so forever searching. <laughs> For the perfect glass. <laughs> Along the sandy shores. <laughs> yeah. Of Myrtle Beach, South of, Carolina. Of Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Listen, if you've never been to Myrtle Beach, don't. Um, don't. Just kidding. I'm going to tell you what. All it love has to our changed. listeners in Myrtle Beach. I I do. Myrtle Beach played a pivotal role in each of our childhoods. So no hate, all love. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking Actually, about all you. hate. That's where I first <laughs> learned self-hate. <laughs> all hate. That's where I first learned self-hate when I had a relative. We were sitting on the beach and two men were holding hands and they said, that's absolutely fucking disgusting. There we go. And you were like, yep, absolutely. <laughs> there it is. Self-hate. 
going to internalize that for, you know, a decade, <laughs> maybe two. Absolutely. Maybe that's why I didn't return for another 13 years after that. Mm, maybe. But hopefully you reclaimed you reclaimed some of it this weekend. I did. Yeah. It was great. Don't you ever let anybody intimidate you off the beach, oily man. Oily man. You're a legend. <laughs> so, uh... Completely apropos of nothing, that actually, um, our intro actually goes with our fucking topic this week. Which Does is it really? Amazing. We didn't even do that intentionally. So for the past couple of episodes that I've researched, I know our last episode, Psychic Photography, very fun. Very fun. Thank you for that. <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciated learning about thoughtography. Thoughtography. Um, but the past couple episodes that I've done, I've covered some true crime cases, which I know are big hits with our listeners. You know, we got a big true crime crowd. I myself am a big true crime lover. I I have been swimming in that pool lately, and I do love to swim there. But with episodes like the Delphi murders and Mary Bell, we've pretty much been talking mostly about cases, chock full of facts and facts. Uh, murder information, information and um, reality. But tonight we're gonna. We're going to move past all that evidence-based mumbo-jumbo. And instead, we're going to embrace our role as true explorers of the macabre. Oh, really? Yes. The macabre. Tonight, we are going to look past the thin, tiny, oh-so-delicate veil we call reality. And into the truth with a capital T. It's a truth episode. Is it? It's a truth episode. So not uh, a reality episode, but a truth episode. No, it's a tr truth. Truth with a capital T. You know what I mean. You know what I mean when we start talking about the truth. The, the truth. truth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we're talking cryptids. Oh. We're talking oily man. Oily man. Oily man. I was uh, really yeah. concerned for a second that you were going to talk about my topic that I have planned for next episode. Oh, you're bringing more truth. Uh, well, we'll see. are you talking about oily man next episode? Because <laughs> I want you to. Absolutely, I want to make it a thing. Oily man. Truly, if enough of us believe, oily man will be created because that's how cryptids are created. I believe. Pretty much. You know, in thirteen years, you'll go to Myrtle Beach and there'll be oily man T-shirts like they do Mothman. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. If you believe it, it will come. Absolutely, very much so. But I'm excited. We love a good cryptid story. Um, we are. It's been a minute yeah. since we've had a good. It has. Cryptid. It's been a while, and I have been wanting to kind of circle back around. I, I've always got like a couple cryptids on my list at any given point in time of potential topics. It just it you know we've just had so much murder. Gosh, just, we just had an what? agenda chock full of murder. Murder. Uh, yeah, but I so I I had been wanting to kind of circle back to the cryptid world because it's fun. It's just. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, like that you know? Marge Simpson. It's just neat. It's just neat. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun. We don't mm -hmm. have to worry about, you know, anybody's kid dying. We don't have to worry about any type of horrible abuse. There are no trigger warnings in the cryptid episode. If you are getting triggered by the cryptid episode, you I need you to just kind of just take a moment. Just take a moment of self-reflection. Maybe talk to your therapist, if you've got one, maybe find one if you don't have one, because there's nothing here that should trigger you. This is a trigger free episode. Absolutely. We're just we're just here to chill. This is a chill one. If you couldn't tell, by the way, we smudged after we started the show. 
and not before, <laughs> as is our custom. Yeah. So what what I have done for us tonight is I have curated a veritable who's who list of some of my favorite cryptids. We some love of which, that. yeah, some of which I don't feel get enough attention. Now there are the titans of the field. There's Bigfoot and or Sasquatch, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. Right. There's Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Love a good Nessie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's a proud Scottish bitch. Uh, and even Zaddy Mothman. Oh, yes. Which we had a whole episode on. Who we know and love. Absolutely. Uh, I love the Mothman episode. And then you've got your lesser known cryptid creatures. You've got uh, the ones without individualized names. The one was out without all the fame. You know, you've got uh, Rhinoceros Dolphin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What? Yeah, rhinoceros <laughs> dolphin. Um, it's they're giant dolphins with two dorsal fins on top. There's like one behind their head and then one like lower down their body. Sometimes they're spotted. <laughs> rhinoceros dolphin. Okay, sure. Uh, you've got the very unsettling Yamakachi, uh, which is a legendary giant ass white snake that lives on Mount Tsurugi in Japan. See, I thought you said Tamagotchi, and I was like, no. No, that was real. That's cute. But then you talk about huge, giant. Big, big fucking snake. Somehow it's scarier because it's white, too. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is in me. Maybe that's some <laughs> internalized self-hatred or something. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm scared of that, though. Uh, uh, yeah. And then there's, you know, there's the jackalope. Jackalope. Familiar with that one. We love a jackalope. We love a chupacabra. Mm-hmm. I love the jackalope, um, which is... For all intents and purposes, absolutely useless. Now, that's kind of rude to say. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a jackalope listening to this episode right now and is triggered. He's feeling forlorn. <laughs> he's feeling forlorn. <laughs> he's I taking mean, he's his cute. headphones out and he's like, you know. you know what? But he has like extra large headphones because he's got those fucking rabbit ears. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, no offense to. All, all offense, actually, to jackalopes aside. Tonight, we're going to talk about a couple of my favorite cryptids, some of which you've probably heard of before, and some of which you may not have, actually. And we're just going to chit, and we're going to chat, and we're just going to have a real chill time. I didn't know where you was going with that. We're just going to chit. We're just going to chit. <laughs> and we're going to do a little chat. Okay. And we're going we're gonna to have a good time. This is a real loose episode, if you didn't, if you didn't notice already. Ooh, um, not a loose. Episode. It's a loose episode. It's a loose episode. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just been one of them weeks, so we're going to get loose. I just want you to, like, if you could just take, if you could take your sphincter and just kind of just relax it right now. If you could just, if you could just, like, like take a breath and then just kind of, like, relax all of the muscles in your lower body. For the right gaze, now. this is the time when you would uh, huff your poppers. For this episode, yeah. <laughs> I mean, smoke them if you got them. Um, <laughs> just let's just everybody just get loose, get real chill, and just and just open your inner eye to the world of the cryptids because we're going there. Okay. Okay. You feel me? Yes. You feel me? Yes. You there? Yes. Okay. I am ready for this Marvel universe of the lesser known cryptids. It's like that. It, it's like a Marvel universe if Marvel didn't have any funding. So, yeah. Okay. So first up, we got hellhounds. Okay. Mm, Okay. The hellhound, one of my absolute favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a cat person. 
I, I do love cats, but the hellhound is impressive. It's a supernatural canine found uh, in folklore all around the world, many different cultures. Um, sometimes they are depicted as black dogs and hellhounds actually encompasses a wide variety, like that term encompasses a wide variety of ominous or hellish supernatural dogs that again show up in mythologies all around the world. And they are similar actually to the dragon in that they are like guardians of mm -hmm. sorts. Mm -hmm. So they're often shown to have glowing yellow eyes, super strength or speed, ghostly or phantom characteristics, foul odor, and sometimes even the ability to talk. You have likely heard of the most famous hellhound, a regular Elvis of sorts among the cryptid community, the famous Cerberus. Of ancient yeah, Greek mythology. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that. Um, and then uh, Fluffy from Harry Potter. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Fluffy also. Fluffy also would, would certainly qualify as a hellhound. Now, legend has it that if a man stares directly into the eyes of a hellhound three times or more, death shall soon follow. <laughs> that reminds me of that sound clip from the Wendy Williams show where she goes, death. All of them. <laughs> yes, very much that. Yeah. You too, if you look at Wendy Williams more than three times. Is Wendy Williams eye, a hellhound? She might be. She might be. Possible theory I mean, put forth by the Haunted Heart podcast. I'm not, listen, I'm not here to body shame anyone, but if anyone was a hellhound trapped inside of a human meat suit, it would be Wendy Williams. Might be that. <laughs> she got them glowing eyes. For sure. Yes. For fucking sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I love hellhounds. If they didn't feel like the most edgelord thing ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think like, hellhounds hell might hounds. be like the Lisa Frank animal for 13-year-old boys. Right. You know That's what I mean? That's what I'm getting. Like, you, instead of having the Lisa Frank notebook with the cute rainbow-colored seal and or mm -hmm. panda mm -hmm. and or unicorn, mm -hmm. you're going to have the, you know, the hellhound notebook yeah. for the... 13 year old kid who's growing up with homophobic tendencies and racist tendencies. Yeah, <laughs> very much that. Uh, or, I mean, or you, you could have, you could have had a hellhound fucking folder. Absolutely. Comprised of only the colors See? black, red, and green, like a muddy green. See, I didn't have folders. <laughs> it's true. But if you did have a folder, I think it might have been a hellhound folder. <laughs> You're one of those kids that just shoved your fucking no. papers into your uh -uh. backpack. Uh, because that gives me anxiety. Yes and no. So what I did, no, I I had the solid color folders, mm -hmm. red, green, black, and black. Fucking, and what did I say? And they were all labeled. Red was math. Green would be biology. Yeah. Okay. Or, all right. Or I got it. whatever earth science was or whatever that was. And black was usually whatever English or literature was. For the end. And then I used them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then so that was a little bit of my Virgo peeking out there. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then uh, I, I, put, I understood that on like a spiritual level. Uh, <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. uh, but then would use them for like the first four weeks. And then everything would just get shoved into the backpack. That just something about even just remembering that just tears me up. Yep. Shall I show you my backpack now? No, no, thank you. Nope. <laughs> Mm -mm. No, nothing has changed. No, I'm getting nothing has changed. No, hellhounds are hellhounds are cool. Other than they're harbingers of death, 
if you don't want to see that motherfucker, you definitely damn well don't want to hear him either. Because uh, European legends actually warn that the howl of a hellhound is an omen of certain death. Oh. As well. Uh, in cultures that associate the afterlife with fire, hellhounds may have fire-based abilities and appearance. They are often assigned to guard the entrances to the world of the dead, much like in the case of Cerberus. They also guard graveyards, burial grounds, or undertake other duties related to the afterlife and or the supernatural, such as hunting lost souls or guarding supernatural treasures. Interestingly enough, though, in Appalachia, there's a different breed of hellhound. Appalachia has different breeds of a lot of different things. Absolutely. Um, it's a little different. Just a little, a little different bit. in Appalachia. But yeah, so there's a different kind of hellhound that uh, roams there, mostly in Kentucky. It's called actually the Kentucky Hellhound. And it's said to have a blackish blue fur and a mane running halfway down its back and large paws that look strikingly similar to a black bear's front paws. And it doesn't have much relation to religion, but it does wreak havoc on livestock. So sort of similar to like werewolf stories mm. other than except for like the hellhound is always a hellhound. It's never like there is no transformation. A yeah. It's not a manhound. Um, that would be weird. <laughs> so lame. Or uh, a hell man. A hell. I've known a couple of those, hon. <laughs> <laughs> known. That is not one of my favorite cryptids. Uh, but yeah, it's it. So it primarily like feeds on livestock. Mm. Basically. Okay. So, um, very cool. Yeah. Kentucky has their own personal hellhound. It just roams the mountains of Appalachia. Hell yeah. I believe it, too. I would believe a hellhound in Appalachia before I would believe a hellhound anywhere else. A hellhound in, like, fucking Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. Nah. But a hellhound <laughs> in Appalachia? Trying to take the fucking bus? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, if there's going to be a hellhound anywhere. Oh, yeah. It would be in Appalachia. It would be in Appalachia. It would be probably in Kentucky, too. Yeah. If you've seen the Kentucky Hellhound, send us an email. If, on you, if you are the on. Kentucky Hellhound. Yeah, yeah. Also that. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know how you're going to type with them black bear paws, but I mean, go for it. So that's the Hellhound. Love that. Love him. Love Rate him. him an 8 out of 10. 8 out of or 10 her. on the crypt. Wow. Coming them. out of the gate strong. 8 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take it back now. I'll leave it. Take it back now. All right. So you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. Intensely. So next up, we've got the bat squatch. (laughs) (laughs) Not the bat squatch. Not anything but that. Who named that? I bet that cryptid's mad. The bat squatch is a flying cryptid that has allegedly been sighted near Mount St. Helens in the 1980s. It resembles a flying primate, and its name is a portmanteau derived from the words bat and sasquatch. Really? In case you need to. Bat squatch. Bat squatch. What the fuck? The creature was said to have yellow eyes, a dog-like muzzle, blue fur, sharp teeth, bird-like feet, and leathery bat-like wings that span up to 50 feet. In addition, Bat Squatch is said to be nine feet tall and has the ability to affect car engines. How about that? <laughs> How can he affect them, though? Like, like, what? Like, what? Does he 
get be- give them Could better save- gas mileage. Could like- I save money on a on a mechanic? Right. Could I just hire a bat squatch? I mean, I mean that'd be fucking way more metal than going to AutoZone. Absolutely, shit. Just go up to Mount St. Helens, and you know you got Bat Squatch Automotive. He <laughs> comes out. There's a little ding. You know, you drive over the thing, and he comes out. He's got his little shirt on. His little name tag says this Bat is Squatch. Bat Squatch. <laughs> and he's just really nice and friendly. Welcome, welcome oh, yeah. to Bat Squatch Automotive. You know, take a look at our scented air fresheners while we service your car all the air fresheners are just like a bat shape <laughs> um, instead of like the tree yeah it's good this is a good episode we're doing really absolutely. good absolutely and he's got little shirts <laughs> look and he's got little bat squatch memorabilia shirts up there uh, yeah hanging up. oh yeah i seen the bat squatch that's what one of them said i've seen the bat squatch at bat squatch automotive at bat squatch automotive tell you what i motherfucker could start a business <laughs> I got my engine revved at Bat Squatch Automotive. <laughs> there you go. See, you should hire us to do the branding. It's great. All right, so you ready for the origin story? You ready for Bat Squatch? I don't think he needs an origin story. <laughs> I think it's all I need to know. I mean, he just know. came out he's running Bat Squatch Automotive. That's, in my mind, it's Bat Squatch Automotive all the way. I don't need to know. But tell me. <laughs> but tell me anyway. <laughs> so on April, uh, in April of 1994... Brian Canfield was driving in Washington, Pierce County, when his truck suddenly died. And the bat squatch came out. <laughs> he said, gave him a, looks like you might have a, a little bit of a problem with your serpentine belt. I can change it for you in just one minute. If you will just have yourself a seat over here in our waiting room. We are playing Days of Our Lives, and we have some Lifetime magazines from about 10 years ago. I will be with you in approximately 2.5 hours, and I will have that tuned right up for you. We'll get you driving today, sir. Are you waiting here or are you finding other transportation? (laughs) And he's like, I'm finding other transportation. So the Bat Squatch just literally picks him up. He just picks up the car with the fucking bird feet and just like flaps away. (laughs) Oh, fuck it. That's what happened. That's it. (laughs) We just rewrote it. I'm sorry. That's the the story. Um, But what happened to Mr. Brian? Okay, so he, he, I mean, what actually happened was what we just said. But, um, so legend has it that he was driving along <laughs> April 1994. He's driving through Pierce County. He's looking at the fucking leaves. Everything's great. It's probably raining because it's fucking Washington. And then he said a large creature just landed in front of him in the road. He said it was human-like, nine feet tall with bat-like wings, and it also sported a coat of blue fur. Ever since then... Bat Squatch has not been seen, and skeptics dismiss it as a hoax. <laughs> however, I love that. However, a possible second sighting was reported in 2009 near Mount Shasta in California. Oh. Several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings spanning 50 feet fly out of a crevice in the mountain. At first, an eyewitness described the creature as having a head similar to a pterodactyl. However, upon reconsideration, the witness claimed that it was more akin to a flying fox bat. And I think he just saw a drag queen (laughs) come out, ready to go for the show, (laughs) heading to her first show is probably what it was. Might have been. I love that. I love that we have one person who just claimed that they saw this Bat Squatch character Mm -hmm. and now it's legend. Absolutely. Which is how that's I'm how it start works, though. the oil man. That's, that's how we have to move forward with oily man. It works that way. It is 
if you believe I, okay. So the funny, like we're, we're not, we're doing a fun episode, this fun episode. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go deep in it, but like, that is how all of this supernatural shit works is like, you believe it in your mind and you visualize it and you see it and you believe that bat squatch automotive is real. And all of a sudden people just begin having, they just find receipts from Bat Squatch Automotive in their car. And they're like, I don't remember going there. And then it just like becomes a thing. And it just like, like you bring your own psychic energy to it. And then there's like some like weird supernatural dust out there or like, you know, physics or whatever that like comes together and, and manifests this thing for like a brief moment in time though. Like it's not permanence to it in the same way, but it feeds off of your like psychic energy in order to like manifest. So, like, Oily Man can be real if we just believe in it. Okay. So, if I get in my car tonight. Yes. And I go to grip the steering wheel. And then just an oil-like sludge. Yes. A creamy, oil-like SPF substance. Yes. It smells vaguely of coconut. (laughs) I will have known that we... Have made it real. Yes. That or your SPF 100 burst while it was in the car. So either one of those two, though. Definitely. I actually might have it in my bag, and it's been really hot from the beach still in my car. I I wouldn't mean to check on it. Go to reach in my bag and and come out with a handful (laughs) of SPF. (laughs) And I'm just like having an existential crisis right there. Holy man has been here. Holy man. So we have one more sighting of Bad Squatch. Oh. Uh, and this was actually in June 2011, just two years after the 2009 sighting. A man named Phoenix Tiraz, which is not his real name, by the way, was in his yard walking his dog. He went to pick up the dog when he saw something in the sky. He gave the following quote on his experience. I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, and a face similar to eyes glowing red. It was about nine feet tall at the least. After I watched, it just flew away. On April 14th, 2014, at Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio, a second period Spanish class also spotted a black mass zipped by the window of the classroom at incredible speed. The class claims that it was about nine feet tall with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan. Oh. So. Facts. Bat squatch. <laughs> real. Facts. Truth. With a capital T. With a capital T. So that was, by the way, that was Akron, though. So, like, now we've spotted this motherfucker in Washington. We've spotted him in California. And that last sighting was in Akron. Well, listen. So he's getting closer to me. The bat squatch is coming to me and Mothman and Bat Squatch, they're gonna have to fight it out. Listen, he's I, just... my money's on Mothman because you know, you know, I have deep, I have deep feelings, deep, some might say unresolved feelings for Mothman. Yeah, but they're gonna have to fight it out because I think Bat Squatch is coming for me. You know, I I just feel like maybe he's just opening franchises. You <laughs> he's know, just across the country, he's just got a franchise plan. You know. Yeah. He's got that going. He's just working his way across the United States. He was flying past that classroom trying to, like, find an intern. He's got, like, the trail, the uh, the letter trail the behind him, like, the, the airplanes. <laughs> it says, Bat Squatch Automotive, opening soon. <laughs> 
that but the real T is he actually doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> How does he fix them? How does he, he have an unnatural ability effect but he on the engine? He doesn't. And that's his insecurity. <laughs> he has to live up to that standard now. You know? He has to. And he tries his best, right? He tries his best to live up to that standard. But for some... Wow. Wow. Whoa. Wait, hold on. Somebody's over-identifying. Are we talking about that scotch or are we talking about Oily Man? Who are we talking about? Hmm? <laughs> Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. I've got another. Okay. If, if you'll um, let me. I... Do you need do you need more time on Bat Squatch? No, I I I <laughs> it give looks like Bat Squatch. I give Bat Squatch a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, Absolutely. perfect score. Perfect score. Oh wow! Well, wow. yeah, I give him a ten out of ten. Don't I mean? Don't hesitate. You're gonna hurt his fucking feelings. No, ten out of ten. Absolutely. Okay. Bat Squatch. I love you. Rock with you. Um. I'll see you next time my car breaks. <laughs> Get that shit fixed up for real. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, I've got one more. Okay. I'm truly, I, I do want to like just express this is this is a small grouping of cryptids. We will definitely be revisiting cryptids in the future. There were cryptids that I wanted to include on this list, but when I got researching them, um, I was like, truly, this this creature needs its own episode. Um, I love Bad Squatch, but there, I have given you all the information on okay. Bad Squatch. You are now uh, having listened to this episode potentially like the leading scholar of bad squatch because that's all the info we have are we wait are we subject matter experts we might be because we just advanced it we just advanced it further we contributed yes we did so that you can't really do a whole episode on bad squatch you know what i mean so Bitch. so like there are cryptids Watch. that <laughs> there are cryptids that I wanted to include, like that I thought about including and I initially thought I would include, but then I was like, they need a whole fucking episode. Really want to do an episode on big cats. Um yeah. me me next week though. Welcome to Bat Squatch part two. <laughs> Welcome to Bat Squatch part two. Here we are talking about fucking Bat Squatch again. Yeah, I I mean, we could take the podcast in that direction. I don't think anybody's gonna follow us there though. <laughs> you know what? They probably shouldn't follow us anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're not role models here. Yeah. So there's other cryptids, particularly the big cats. I love the big cats. Not big like a leopard or a panther, but just big. Like there's like these house cats that are just like big and people are just freaked out about it. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're like, it's it's too big. <laughs> they're like, it was, it's a house cat, but it's but it's too it's big. too big is bigger than it should be uh, so <laughs> and i'm fascinated of, by that because so, for all of our listeners uh you know be on the lookout for an episode on big two cat, big cats yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't been able to put it together <laughs> two big cats i have not been intoxicated enough to put that episode together for you but it's coming one day yeah so this was you know this is this is truly a a sampler platter this is an applebee's like two for 20 sampler platter of cryptids for you um the so don't fucking, get mad if your favorite fucking cryptid is not on here the fucking kid lunchables you get in a cracker yeah. a meat and yes. a cheese yes <laughs> and uh and so with that said i've truly saved the best for last are Wait, you is this the cracker the meat or the cheese i think it might be the cheese okay i think it might be this is the cheese layer in our lunchables 
Are you are you ready for our last cryptid of the evening? Bitch. Are you are you ready? After Bat Squatch, I am ready for anything. I don't think you are ready. Give it to me. I don't think you're ready for the rat man of South End. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, wait, I might have to take go back on Bat Squatch. Rat man of South End. The rat man of South End. No, because like this feels like it could be a real a real thing. <laughs> I feel like there's actually a rat man of South End. Uh, like Is that this snake man from our hometown. Right. <laughs> that, that fucking right. Guy. Yeah. Like the snake man. Is this in the, the UK? Uh yes. Okay. It I is figured in the UK. because it was South End. Yeah. Nowhere well, in America's it's kind name of funny, South though. End. Like the rat man of South End. Like, am I am I alone? The rat man of South End? I, I don't know. I just I don't funny. know. So my favorite cryptids are extremely localized cryptids. Like in the case of Bat Squatch, the Rat Man of South End has a lot of highly localized color originating from a common underpass. <laughs> a common underpass. It just got me. Oh, shit. Uh, originating from a common underpass in the town of South End on Sea in Essex. The legend of the Rat Man has two main variants. Okay. The commonality between them being the presence of a rat-like creature who appears in pedestrian walkways at night. I'm sure just not talking about a homeless person here. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love this fucking cryptid so much. Um, so two origin stories, all right? Two versions. Okay. Pick your favorite. Uh, all right? Is there a villain option? Is there a villain origin story? I think the villain might be society. Oh. As a whole. Well, that's true. Always. Uh, so option one, the most commonly told story of the rat man involves an old man who used the underpass to escape from the rain and the cold at night. The story goes that he was old. He just turned into a rat? <laughs> He's an old man? No. He's like, oh, I just no. want to, oh, let me just get out of the rain for a minute and then just all of a sudden morphed into the fucking rat man. No, that would be cool, though. Uh, so the story goes that he was old and barely able to walk. One night, a group of teenagers beat him half to death and stole his blanket, which was the only real source of warmth that he had. Oh, my God. It's actually deeply sad. Dying from his injuries in the biting cold of the night, he succumbed to hypothermia. His stiffening corpse nibbled and gnawed on by the numerous vermin who inhabited the area. Soon after, locals reported odd noises. Namely, high-pitched squealing and the sound of nails dragging along the walls. Whether evidence of a real ghost or an overactive imagination, the Rat Man of South End was born. See, I call bullshit on this because that is the origin story of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. <laughs> Where she fell and died in the cold and the cats nibbled on her and then she came back as Catwoman. That's true. Is this just the Catwoman origin story? Yes. But turned into Rat Man. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The Tim Burton Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer, iconic. I still want it to be real, though. Yeah. I mean, I want more to just give that I mean, old listen, man a blanket. If I if someone beat my ass and left me without my blanket under the cold, you know, <laughs> underpass and rats came back, came to bite me and then and I guess infested me with some infected me some sort with some of rat sort vengeance of rat vengeance and i came back as a rat man i'd be okay with that 
<laughs> I think you're suited to be around. Like, I think you're you're well suited for that. You like dark, dank areas I anyway. Do. Absolutely. Like, you're pretty chill with the overpass. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's yeah. cool. If if I was, I think if there's an opening, maybe you could put it in an application. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm in the sequel, the Ratman movie, the sequel. Ratman v Oily Man. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the second origin story? So the alternative version of Ratman's origin story is a bit more fanciful, you oh. may say. It seems to have emerged through schoolyard folklore, a tale passed between children to frighten and unnerve their classmates. In this version, the Ratman is no longer a ghost, but a real creature. Oh. The story goes that the mayor of the town was a known adulterer. And was eventually cursed for his infidelity in the form of a grotesque child, a baby with the elongated snout and worm-like tail of a rat. Mm. The child grew and developed a taste for flesh, as rat babies do, obviously. Seeking a solution to his problem, the mayor had the underpass constructed with a concealed entrance to a hidden chamber within the underpass inside which his monstrous offspring might hide, only to emerge at night to indulge its insatiable hunger. <laughs> the Ratman of South End! The Ratman of... The Ratman! Ratman! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... So, a couple things here. <laughs> We just unpack that. Let's just unpack that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's unpack Ratman. I keep unpack, getting yeah. um I keep getting movie references. So it's like mm. uh uh you know the Michelle Pfeiffer, the origin story of Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um also wasn't there a movie about a man who controlled rats? What was that? It was um oh god, I can't think of the movie, but there was a movie about a man who like his thing was that he could commune with rats. <laughs> okay. I feel like I remember, I remember that vaguely. That was it from the 90s? That's all I remember of that story. A movie about a man who could commune with rats. Yeah. Please pause as we Google man. Yeah, there's a movie called The Rat. There's also a movie called Willard. Don't know what Willard. that is. Willard. That's what it was. Is that Willard, it? Yep. Willard. Because it's got that, um, what's his name in it? It's got yeah, that a young really- man with an unusual connection to rats uses them at his own sociopathic will. It sounds like he's just fucking them, though. I don't like no. that. It makes me uncomfortable. No, it wasn't. I remember that. I haven't seen that movie in ages, but that's what it reminds me of. Huh? Willard, that movie, Ratman. Very cool. I'll have also, to watch that there one. was a in the last like random Suicide Squad movie that there was. There's a girl in there who can speak to rats and controls rats. So I guess it's a whole like thing because rats are like legion. You know what I mean? So there's many where there's mm-hmm. one. There's often mm-hmm. thousands led by Ratman. Yeah, rats are insane creatures. They can fall from like 50 feet without getting hurt. They can squeeze themselves into like a, a space that's like a quarter size. They're very, they're, they're far more hardy than us. Yeah. You know, I just really, I hope that, you know, if the origin story of the rat man is the first one, I really hope he got his revenge. 
I hope he did. I hope he got I'll his probably revenge. Help him. I hope he went back to those teens. Teens. <laughs> those teens. And um, you know, I hope he took all of the cheese in their house so that mm-hmm. they didn't have anything for their sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And then also killed them. <laughs> after that. But after, after they that. realized there was no cheese. And then also murdered them. <laughs> See, what the, all of our episodes kind of come back to murder at some point. You know, all roads lead uh, to the same direction. Murder. <laughs> you know, all roads lead home. Anyway, um, that's all I have for you. I I, I have a, a, a smattering, if you will, of cryptids. Um, smattering. You know, just like I said, very loose, very chill, very laid back. Uh, hopefully you, you learned about a new cryptid that you didn't know about. Um, and if you didn't, oh, then... Sorry. I did. I think everybody learned about a new cryptid, though. I, I did. think we all learned about Oily Man. Oily Man. And his incessant drip, 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 drip into the night. Protected from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes through, and like when you're asleep at night, he just takes his hand and just slathers his hand across like your face. Like down the glass? <laughs> no, just across your face. Oh. You know, and then you and to protect you from the sun in the morning. I think the last shot of the Oily Man movie trailer would be like a window looking out at the moon. And all of a sudden you just see like a hand and then it makes that down the window. Yes. And leaves like the snail trail of oil. Absolutely. You go to use uh, your sunscreen like the character or whoever's in the movie goes to use their sunscreen. But the tube is empty. Because Oily Man has dun, dun. consumed it. Dun, 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 dun. Would you imagine how creepy that would be? Like in a scene, if you were going and like the scene is you've got sucking this Oily things. Man who's like yeah. in the bathroom crouched over and he's just like sucking a tube of SPF 100. Yeah, this shit is fucking dope. <laughs> so scary. We could do something with that. You know what I mean? Like he's just. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. It's good. It's going places. Absolutely. Jesus. Um, yeah. So, you know, hope no, you enjoyed I, it. I did. I, I hope thoroughly you learned something. enjoyed this. I learned a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I did not know about the rat man. I actually didn't know it. Well, I, you know, knew of Hellhounds. That one was fairly common. But I love the fact that because it's really hard when you're doing episodes for some of these creatures and some of these topics to give them their own episode because there's not a whole lot of information there. It's almost like they're not real. Right. And there's not actual. But this is the truth research. episode. Capital T truth episode. They just don't they just don't want you to know the truth. They don't right. want you to have the research. And that's right. that we're dealing with such delicate topics. They're so sensitive mm-hmm. to the security of all of of all of us. Yes. To all of our minds. So you know, I appreciate them getting their own, you know, moment in an episode. I yeah. love that. And I think that it is well-deserved from all of them. Hey, round of applause to all of these cryptids of course, tonight. Of course, yeah. And I just want to um, take a oh. moment to thank our sponsor, Batsquatch Automotive, for all your automotive needs. Uh, just, you know, bring it on down to the to the bat. Yeah. Ratman, I give 7 out of 10. Oh. <gasps> you gonna do the rat man like that yeah i can't let him one up the bat squatch i don't know i give rat man a seven out of ten that's fair i guess rat man is very um 
intimidating. But Bat Squatch has like actual life skills. Yes. He can fix your car. Yeah. I can see that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that wonderful episode on all of our delicious little unknown cryptids that we've discussed today. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And we hope that you have too. So I think I will close this out. Do that. uh, What do you call it? Homework. uh, Not homework. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That house cleaning. What you clean house? I think you'll do the metaphorical shoving of the papers into your backpack as you're leaving class while wrapping up the episode. You're going to do that, but in in the episode format. As always, if you've enjoyed the episode, something that we really appreciate, definitely please like and share um, the show. It's a great free way to, you know, share your love for us and it helps us out. We love that. Leave us a five-star review on Google when we get them. It grows the family and it grows our presence as cryptids on this podcast. Absolutely. It if, grows the legend of the haunted heart. If you want the oily man to exist, you must share this episode, this podcast, and to plant the get seeds. it out there. Plant the seeds. We need everyone's psychic power mm-hmm. to bring him into fruition. To make this a reality. Also, if you would like some more content, then you can head over to our Patreon where is it Patreon? Yes, it is Patreon. It is Patreon. <laughs> At www.patreon.com slash the haunted heart. And you can check us out on all of our other social medias at uh, or on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can check us out on Facebook at The Haunted Heart Podcast. We've got a page there that you can go and like. Or we have a special group for all of our cryptids that you can come and join and share awesome memes and enjoy other spooky content. And it's a private group, so you're not going to have to worry about, you know, any of your other non-cool cryptids uh, in your life fucking your jam up. Any of the non-believers. The non-believers. That's what I like to call those people. The non-believers. The sheeple, in fact. Oh, God. <laughs> I think a piece of me just... Withered, withered. and died. <laughs> I, I legitimately think oh, a piece of God. me uh, just withered and died. But, folks, before we leave you tonight, we just want to let you know that outside of your window, there he will be, always watching. Is he watching over you as a protector? Or yeah. is a dark entity bent on revenge? Or unspoken? Sins. Or is he just protecting you from the sun? Because he just wants you to be safe. He just wants you to be safe. Is he just an advertising campaign from Coppertone? It's taken a strangely different tone. (laughs) Not Coppertone. Coppertone. I'm sorry. That's it. (laughs) Bitch, until next time, you know what you got to do, folks. Uh, You and all of the Oily Man fans out there, y'all have got to stay spooky and wear your SPF. Drip, drip, drip.